the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. I am David Schwartz, and welcome to the Arthur Idala Power Hour. I am sitting here on Fifth Avenue with my good friend and co-host Joni. You guys know Joan Peltzer. Woo-hoo! And we're sitting here on Fifth Avenue. It's a beautiful night. You know, it's it's not sunny out anymore at six o'clock, Joe. No, it's it dark. Is dark. It's getting dreary out, but I'm loving it. You're feeling the energy in the city. We're dancing You've got in the, the room. Lights going on. Joe, oh, you forgot to bring the wine in. Joe oh my was, gosh! Joe During the break, bring, I'm yeah, going to go get Joe it. Joe was going to bring the wine in. I have a nice and, Finger Lakes wait wine. Wait a second! I already messed up this entire show because you were supposed to introduce me. And you, but you've no, heard from me before. it's all good. I'm David Schwartz. I filled in from for Arthur Idala in the past. I was on the other day, <laughs> and we're gonna have fun for the next hour. I really don't know what what we're gonna talk about, but we have a reporter live from the fields. Joan, how are you doing today? I am doing so amazing. Every time I see you, there's high energy. We are yeah. like on fire today. We want folks to be listening at 6 p.m. on a Friday night and be positive and go away, go to happy hour, go home to their family, go to dinner, go to relax, whatever they want to do. But we want them to do it with a smile on their faces. That's what we're doing here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you're in the car, stuck in Friday night traffic, this is going to be a great show because yeah. we are going to talk about politics today. Yippee! It's all about politics. <laughs> a little Not bit only about me. politics. I am the president of Gotham Government Relations, and I'm also an attorney, a trial attorney, and uh, an award-winning trial we, attorney. We have had a big day. We've and, and we have some big announcements coming up. There's a reason why I'm sitting at Artie's desk right now. You know, we have some big announcements that we're going to be announcing absolutely on, on, on the 14th. Yep. Uh, about an affiliation between myself, Gotham. Idala, Bertuna, and Cammons, and it's just very so exciting. Very exciting. It's and very we have exciting. amazing guests tonight. We have Denny Salas of Gotham Government Relations Absolutely. live, the vice president at of the Gotham. rally, and yes. he's at the rally that Hochul and Delgado are at. We also invited Lee Zeldin. He couldn't make it tonight, but he'll right. be on hopefully on Monday yes. when Arthur is back. And we will have a special guest surprise at the end of the show to do our weekly Friday libation for those of you who are regular listeners and would like to know what the libation is today. I can't wait. I don't even know what the libation is today. I know. So it's, it's a, a secret. secret. It's a secret for me, too. So High five on I'm the secret. I'm very excited. You want to bring Denny on? Let's bring let's Denny bring on because he's live. Let's bring Denny on. Denny Salas, are you there? I am here. 
Are we loud enough for you? Yes. You yeah. <laughs> it's hard to hear Denny. Let me That's let me exactly get this. Exactly what you got to hear. <laughs> uh, look, we're just live right here. Just wrapped up. Uh, it was a great rally here in Chinatown in Lower Manhattan. Uh, Governor Hochul was here. Uh, Senator Schumer just made a surprise appearance. Uh, gave a great speech. Congresswoman Nidia Velasquez, State Senator Brian Kavanaugh, um, the Congressman, the Congressman to be. Uh, Dan Goldman down in NY10 spoke, and also um, the presumptive favorite to win the assembly race, Grace Lee. Um, they gave a great, great uh, rally. Everyone was riled up. Uh, room was absolutely packed. I will say that we did have to make a last-second change. Originally, it was going to be an outdoor rally, uh, but, you know, it was a public event. It was marketed as such, and then, you know, there's some Zeldin well, protests. Well, well Denny, why... Don't don't leave us don't leave us hanging. Let's come out with it. You're you know don't read, beat around the bush. What? Why was the change made? What's with this change, Denny? There was a good sized contingency of Zeldin protesters ah. that came out um, immediately. Started like you know circling the entire roped off event, and then there was a last second change to make that uh, move into the indoor setting. So but why? Was, why? Was it dangerous? Was it dangerous out there? I mean, yeah. what's the matter with people exercising their First Amendment right to rally on I one side and then protest on the other? So I do agree with you on that 100 percent. I will say that the location itself, I'm not sure if security had enough time um, to set it. You know, to basically make sure that everyone was safe and protected, considering all the number of elected officials that were there. So I would say that, especially with a surprise appearance for Schumer, so I'm assuming since the majority leader of the United States Senate uh, made a last-second appearance, I think that likely was a factor as well. Um, because I don't think – no, I didn't know he was coming. I'll be honest with you, and I was part of the political club that put this thing together. So and it wasn't – like, I was not aware. So I think that probably had a factor. That was a little bit of a factor as well. So, Quick. But I will say that it was a fantastic event. Um, everyone was riled up. And, you know, it, you can see where – Kathy is focusing her last few days of the election. It's really trying to solidify her base in New York City, um, which is going to be, you know, obviously the true blue Dems here, but a number of uh, communities of color as well, color as well. So you see her making the rounds like she did this morning when she was riding the subway, handing out literature with State Senator Jabari uh, Bridgeport, and then coming down here for this rally. And I know that she's got. Some other stuff planned down in the Lower East Side in East Village coming up this weekend. Yeah. You can so, tell what the strategy is going to be. And yeah, so go ahead, Joe. Denny, um, Denny, was there anyone else um, present that made speeches? Yes. Um, all the aforementioned um, elected officials made all speeches. Um, they just hit on the point of saying that this is one of the most important elections, that we have to turn out the vote. And, you know, the policies from Democrats are really going to help not only the state of New York, but the country itself. I know you I know you invited I know you invited Tish and we'll talk about our morning together for the audience. But I know you invited Tish this morning, Tish James. Did she end up making it to the rally? You know what? She sent out a message to one of my friends on the political club that she was possibly going to make it. Um, we actually prepared for and we had her posters up, but she was unable to make it. <laughs> so she did not swing by. 
but instead we got Senator Schumer. So now we you know, we had yeah. why don't you tell the audience about our morning, Denny, at Juniors. We started the day off very early at Juniors this morning. Did you eat cheesecake? Of course. Mm-hmm. Well, I gave all my cheesecake to Denny because it, it's yes. better with him than it is on me. I will say that it was an incredible event. This is a legendary, legendary event that occurs every year. You see the news cover it, covers it as basically this one event that all the elected officials stop by about a few days before Election Day. Um, what they don't actually say is that is one guy that puts it together. His name is Steve Cohn. He's actually David's mentor and longtime yes. friend. And he puts on this incredible event. Absolutely packed at juniors in Brooklyn, and all of a sudden you have to. And David taught me this: you got to go in there and you got to make sure you position yourself kind of in the in a position where every single politician is going to walk by you. Because basically, what they do is they come in. There's exits on three different three different exits, and they come in from one exit and then they walk through the room and then leave through one of the other exits. So and Denny, why don't you tell our tell our audience tell our audience who is the master at strategic sitting at these at this event? I mean, who who is the expert you. in the world? That's me. That's me. I mean, look, I'm not really good at a lot of things, but one thing I am good at, Joan, and and Denny could attest. To, Denny got there a little bit before I did. So Denny was sitting in one section. I'm like, no, that's no, not. No, no, no. So I got the right You got to know where to sit. We, got, we had a table where we were able to leap out of the table at any given moment because as lobbyists and as, as politicos, you know, we need to be on our feet. Denny and I need to be on our feet. And we were getting up. We, we were with Tish James. We were with Mayor Adams this morning. We were with, with Tom DiNapoli and Governor Hochul. And yeah, and the and lieutenant governor, was, everybody, and, Delgado. And Goldman was ev- sitting with us. I oh, Dan Goldman. Yeah, Dan Goldman was sitting <laughs> with us. He's like the voice uh, of reason. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Really Fant- now, let me ask you a question. Is Zeldin also planning to have a rally? Oh, Zeldin's had so many I know rallies. he's had many rallies around the city, but this seems like a bigger one right prior no, to the election. No, Zeldin's had gigantic rallies. You should have, I mean, he's, he's had, had yeah. he has so much I know our, right now. our mutual friend Lauren Conlin helped host one from Moms of the Upper West Side yeah. at one point, mm-hmm. but I just didn't yeah. know if right before, and, what, is the, the, what is the norm? Like right before you go into election day, do they, is this normal to like host a rally well, well, right Den- before? Denny, I'll let you take that one. Yeah, I would say that if you look at both strategies on the campaigns of the Hoko side and the Zeldin side, they are solidifying their base. So what they're doing is focusing in the areas they know that are very, very strong for each one. We're going to cut you for a second, Denny. We're going to go to break. Stay with us. Hard break on the Arthur Idala Power Hour with David Schwartz and Joan Pelzer. Be right back with Denny Salas. I will tell you that there is no better medicine for me anyway than spending time with my children. And when we're healthy, we think we don't need a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. We think we can worry about that when we're older or we become sick and nothing could be further from the truth. The fact is, if something happens, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. What happens then? The state or the courts may have to make those choices for you. 
Is that what you really want? It's essential to create a power of attorney and a healthcare proxy as soon as you can when you're healthy. Call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. They really know their stuff. They've been doing it for 40 years, and they'll help make a plan that protects you best. You'll designate who you want to make decisions for you. So for a free in-person consultation in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, you'll have a consultation with a lawyer. Just call 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. Listen up, ladies. There's finally a probiotic created just for women. Probiotic HX Women is formulated to include clinically proven strains of probiotic to optimize vaginal pH and create a normal bacterial environment in the body. Many women have experienced an imbalance in the vaginal microbiome and know just how bothersome it can be. Our formula contains a powerful combination of healthy bacteria to promote urinary tract health and helps to restore healthy vaginal flora. Containing lactobacillus strains shown to be effective in targeting the bacteria that cause UTIs. Take advantage of this limited time offer. Buy one bottle of Probiotic HX Women at retail and get the second bottle free. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Taking care of all aspects of your health is important to women. Call now, 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. If you don't like who's in there, vote them out. That's what election day is all about. The biggest gun we've got. Called the ballot box. So if you don't like who's in there, vote them out. Vote them out. Vote Thank them you, Sambolino. Throw the bums out, right? I mean, what, what better music do we have? You are listening to the author Idala Power Hour live here on Fifth Avenue and 45th Street. With co-host Joan Peltzer. Joan, this is so much fun. This is going by so so much fun. I told you. I told you it would be super fast. This is so much fun. High energy. And we like to bring a little excitement and energy. We don't need to give the hard news. I was looking at all the different papers today, David. Hard news. We don't need to go there. Other stations can do that. We're going to focus on a nice topic that we can really talk about and cover. And let's get back to Denny Salas live. I I mean, Joan's been jumping out of her seat, uh, Denny, to ask you this very important question. And I hope you give a good answer to this. All right. So, Denny, for our audience, um, can we explain a little bit more about what it means to be a lobbyist. You guys are very active and I know that there's, you know, you can choose a political side or not. And I know you guys are neutral and you go no, no, by the person, not the candidate. We do. But I mean, de- not but the Denny's party. not neutral. He's a, he's a mainstream Democrat. There's okay. No, and there we you don't, go. We, and that's and okay. We don't, we don't hide that. 
and and everyone could but i truly am an independent i'm not registered in either party but i'll let denny answer that but but so I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, no, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. This is a team effort here. Denny, it's all you. (laughs) All right. So the best way that I like to describe lobbying is this. I always ask a person, I'm like, close your eyes first. And I said, open it. And I say, everything you see, the shirt you're wearing, the material within that shirt, the walls in front of you, the desk in front of you, that glass of water, the water itself, there's a lobbyist for. It means two things. Well, three things, really. One, jobs. Two, money. And three, the very principle of democracy, a right to petition your government. And every single thing that you're looking at, it creates jobs for an individual to actually, you know, create a livelihood for themselves and their families. But it also means that there's an elected representative that represents that family and that person or that industry or that business. And it additionally means that if you're an elected representative, you're watching out for your constituents. So you need to know what's occurring within that particular business. You can represent the people you care about the most appropriately. And that's what lobbying does. And let me, let me just add to that, Danny. Let me, let me add to that because, uh, Papa Idala, Padre, Padre Lou, you know, the, the, the big kahuna here, he basically, I know he has a question, I know he's listening, is, you know, how does a lobbyist or would a lobbyist represent an issue that the lobbyist really doesn't believe in? And, and uh, I'm going to answer that question, Mr. Idala. The answer is yes, okay? I'm, if you're an idealist, you know, if you're an if you're an ideologue, don't be a lobbyist. Okay, exactly. don't be a lobbyist. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Look, look, mm-hmm. he's a legendary criminal defense attorney. Same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what? If if you you know can't represent somebody that may be guilty of a crime, then don't practice criminal defense law. It's the same idea. Look, there are a couple of case, a couple of issues I personally wouldn't take. Denny and I had this conversation the other day. I am mm-hmm. vehemently against the death penalty. So I would never take a pro-death penalty cause. I just would never represent that. And there's a couple yeah. other little issues here and there. Obviously, I wouldn't represent someone who's pro-Nazi or somebody like that or is just hateful in those situations mm-hmm. and they represent a group. But other than that, you know, am I on the right side of fracking? Can I be pro-fracking, anti-frack? You know, you name the issue and I could argue either side of the issue. Something you said the other day that really struck a chord with me and Arthur talks about it regularly, peace. Peace and kindness and having discourse as opposed to using your fists or a weapon and fighting. And I think what you're saying is that that's the way to do it is by don't just yell about it and try and hurt somebody, but go to your government and ask for change. You're right, Joan. And, and Denny, you know, pursuant to what... Wait, did my parents hear that? I'm right. My parents are listening. I'm right. Go ahead, Denny. And you know what? I want to go ahead and give like a real life example. And I will scrub all names and particular issues, except for, like, you know, general generalization about it. So when I was in D.C., I saw lobby for the recreational boating industry. Now, there were some members that wanted to eliminate a tax deduction, which was a second home mortgage deduction that you could use on boats if you had a boat with a bed and it was over 25, per example. Now, that tax deduction, the amount that gets used on an annual basis, it's only $10 million. That's it. But that industry creates nearly a million jobs in the United States. 
the recreational boating industry. So if you all of a sudden take away a $10 million deduction that harms, you know, we projected around 250,000 jobs, then why? Why are you going after a $10 million subsidy on how much is the, how much is the annual budget now? Like a trillion dollars? <laughs> so, like, why are you going after a $10 million subsidy that actually helps create American jobs? That is super information and something I did not know. And I'd like to educate myself a lot more about this. This mm-hmm. that makes a difference. And 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 then you have the look, but it, you are you also have to come up with the arguments. So the converse yeah. of what mm-hmm. Denny's saying is, I used to represent the self storage industry because mm-hmm. they were under attack. They were they didn't want self storage warehouses in the neighborhoods. Why? But they created uh, because they were um, a blemish on society. They were ugly. Okay. They they were empty. These storage units, but they're needed, right? But they had especially very, in New York. But, but I couldn't make the jobs argument there because if you go to a self self storage facility, there's really no maintenance involved. Self it's like, storage. It's, yeah, it's like one person works in the yeah. in this giant warehouse. Okay. They have one person working. Yeah. And that was a big that was a big negative for my. Could they make them look nice though? Yeah, yeah. Well, they could. They, they should. So, Denny, let me ask you. They a could question. put a garden on the roof and make yeah. it like a farm. So, so pursuant to what Joan yeah. was talking about before about people mm-hmm. being kind to each other. What has happened to our political discourse? What has happened to the days of Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill, you know, fighting it out, but then hugging it out afterwards? And then what happened to that camaraderie, the collegiality of politics? Mm -hmm. Advertising. (laughs) And I hate to narrow it down to a single thing, but I'll explain. So President Obama would actually say that we have seen within the last, 15, 20 years, uh, balkanization of the news. Basically meaning that what if you are a particular news station, you know that the only way you can stay on and hire all your talent is by making sure you have ratings and you have people watching. So how do you do that? You tap into the fear and anxieties of individuals, and it's happening on both sides. And when you see that, and most majority of individuals get their news from watching TV. So what's the easiest way to make sure that they're watching you? You turn them up. How do you turn them up? By tapping into the same fear and anxiety that everyone, that everyone feels. But you do it in a way that it's going to be based off whatever political ideology you may be leaning towards. So it happens. You've seen it on several news stations now that used to be very straightforward, middle of the road. But now you don't. And I can't name a single major news outlet that doesn't do this particular thing to just make sure people can drive up ratings. Well, I have I have had it my fill of commercials, both um, both on the radio and on the news. Not because I'm sick of hearing them pitch themselves, but I'm sick of them bashing someone else. That that bothers me. Wouldn't it be great? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Wouldn't it be great, Denny, if we if we could just get rid of all these commercials and have the the two people (laughs) debating? How about how about 20 20 live debates instead of where where we could just they could just battle it out. You don't even need a moderator. Let them. Yeah, let them go at each other. Douglas, get on a soapbox and just battle out for hours. That would be ideal. Tell me you wouldn't (laughs) love that. Yeah, I would love that. I think it would be the greatest. Do they even teach that in school anymore? Do they teach debate oh, and yeah. discourse? Oh, well, they have debate. Yeah. They have, they have debate yeah. in high school. Yeah. But, but, you know, um, there's been a slow degradation based off that well, as well. 
like it's you know it's not the quality of debate is doesn't happen anymore not like it used to like for example uh you will know this david who is the famous writer who passed away i think around 10 years ago but he had that lean right kind of magazine that was very popular. I can't remember. Oh, like, Buckley? Something. Buckley, thank yeah. you. B- Buckley. So James Buckley. Buckley. James yeah. Baldwin. Yep, <laughs> the James Baldwin oh. um, Buckley debates were incredible. You can YouTube them right now, and yeah. then you'll be amazed at how incredible both of them coming from complete opposite sides. So you see how prepared, intelligent, knowing every single huh. issue inside and out, and they knew how to argue the other person's counterpart before they even made it. And, and I'm reading about it. It says that their debate still matters today. I mean, they were so eloquent, too. Yeah. It's so I mean, yeah. when you watch it, it's mm-hmm. pure artwork. It's pure form. They were they were gen- yeah. they were gentlemen to each other. They were actually uh, but yeah. but real mm-hmm. such an an intellectual exercise that they would yeah. go through yeah. these two people. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm pretty amazing, Denny. That that's a great example. Yeah. So Denny, what's yeah, next for yeah. you after this rally today? What are you doing next? Are you continuing uh, on? Right now I am currently walking home from the rally with my wife and daughter. Uh-huh. Um, I do like to bring my daughter and my wife to all these things, you know, they don't like politics as much, especially my wife. But at the same time, they were pretty excited to see, you know, the first woman governor of New York State. And, you know, it's my daughter as well. So it's a pretty cool example to set to make sure they know they can reach for the stars, right? So It's good it's to break good. her in at four months old. So we only have 15 seconds left. Thank you so much, Denny. Are we bringing him back? Or? We, we can. Yeah, we can yeah, keep him. Yeah. Can you come back for one more segment, Denny, so we can analyze the, the races? We're coming back with the Author Idala Power Hour. We'll see you in a few seconds. This obviously is the official beginning now of the holiday season. Someone's got to have the Christmas party. Someone's got to plan the Christmas party. Where's it going to be? There may still be time to plan one of your holiday parties on the Atlantis yacht from New York Cruises. Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff will go above and beyond with every detail. If you're put in charge of running these events over the next couple of months or even into the spring, which is it's an unbelievable experience, don't hesitate to look up NewYorkCruises.com to get the information or call 212-633-1231. New Year's Eve, uh, that week between Christmas and New Year's, or, or if you're planning a corporate event, a wedding, an engagement party, an anniversary party, reunions, retirements, birthdays, bar mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit NewYorkCruises.com. Repeat after me. I, Kevin, take you, Susan. I, Kevin, take you, Susan. It's Jamie from Progressive. Jamie. No, it's all right. I can talk. Progressive protects you 24-7, which means you can contact us anytime. Hmm. I'm getting a loud shh sound, so I'm going to talk louder. What can I help you with today? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Progressive can do that. Ugh, there's that noise again. Hold on. Let me put you on speaker. Contact us 24-7 on the phone, online, or on the mobile app. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms. All right. Coming up tonight at 7 o'clock, Christine Nicholas, the first lady of hospitality here in New York City. And yours truly, Kevin McCullough. We're going to have a power-packed radio night live for you. We're talking Monet. We're talking the marathon. We're talking about Comedic musings. Join us for the 3M broadcast tonight at 7. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. The November 
election is now on us. Do not sit this out. We need you. Make sure you're registered. Make your plan. Make a difference for your vote. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. Eight eight. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, Attorney Arthur Idala. We are back at the Arthur Idala Power Hour, and Joan just got our Pinot Grigio. Where is it from, Joan? It's a Finger Lakes Pinot Grigio, uh, Dr. Constantine Frank. It was recommended to me, uh, so I thought we'd keep with New York State. It's great. It's great. And, and, and I just want everyone to know that we're reporting live from Fifth Avenue, but I want you to know that New Hyde Park is in the house. Roz and <laughs> Al are listening. My mother hates when I laugh Beautiful on the air. Beautiful Joan, Joan's parents. Roz and Al from New Hyde Park. I just want to give you a shout out. Thank you for listening and thank you for uh, enjoying the show. They are faithful listeners. My father emails Arthur after almost every show to give him feedback. That's awesome. Yep. So I wonder what feedback we're going to get today. Yes, and and we we're not letting Denny Salas go. He's no. out. He's out on the streets of New York. In after fact, the I, rally. I want this to be a regular weekly he, segment he talking has, about this. And and, and the, what the audience doesn't know is he's out there with his beautiful wife Nicole and his beautiful four-month-old daughter Isabella, who oh my gosh. who just attended a rally today for, Aww, for her first isn't one. That beautiful. So Denny, how did uh, Isabella like the rally? What what was what's her report? Slept throughout the whole thing. <laughs> so she was bored. <laughs> Literally, people were chanting, they're yelling, whatever. Slept, just eyes closed. <laughs> so is Nicole? Nicole saying, "What's wrong with this guy?" A third segment? Yes, a third, a third seg- segment. A third well, segment. And this Look, is your super husband, important. Your husband's killing it right now, Nicole. You should have told them to be a little bit more boring, and then we wouldn't have him on for a third segment. Yeah, we're really but, excited. I think this is super important too. I think children need to get involved in politics yeah. and not be tuned out. In fact, today yeah. I was just watching a segment about TikTok. We have TikTok for the law firm, and we're going to start doing more of that. But TikTok, Republicans and Democrats have been all over TikTok. There's like a 20-something percent of Democrats and a very low percent of Republicans that are using it. You can't sell ads or anything like that, but you can be wherever you are. You could be at a rally and show what you're doing and talk about your platform. You just can't sell ads. But I think it's a useful tool to get the younger people are getting their news. Younger people, meaning like those under 20 are getting and and in their early 20s are getting their news from TikTok more than any other platform. So it's an Mm -hmm. interesting platform to now try and use for politics as well to get people to be involved. Do you remember when we were young, David, rock the vote? 
Yes. And getting young people involved. Absolutely. Whatever happened to Rock the Vote? And guess what? It didn't work. And that's going to work as much as TikTok, Joe. Well, Seriously. I'd like to hear. You and I talked about this with AARP. De- yeah. So, Denny, what do you, what do you, what do you think? Uh, is TikTok, the TikTok, even though Democrats, you know, far outweigh Republicans on the TikTok platform, do you think any of them are actually going to vote, Denny? Uh, first, I refuse to use that particular app because we do know doing a security review that China actually steals all the information of user user data. So I refuse to personally use it. But do I think it's a useful? Well, let's all say this. I have a number of friends that work in programming and coding, and one of them created the Nike uh, sneakers app, for example, which is like a ten billion dollar app for Nike. And he was telling me that what makes TikTok so addictive is how genuine the algorithm is, meaning that if you are a famous individual, you're not guaranteed to get all these crazy views on, your, on that platform if you nope. put up a random video. So, yep. But if you're a normal person, all of a sudden you put up something that's something interesting, then that's the one that's going to get like tons and tons of views. And it's so it's a natural kind of algorithm is more real, more genuine. But yeah. and I get it at the same time. But now, you know, China is kind of stealing all this American data and compiling profiles for a number of American citizens. So, you know, well, and and off. guess what? There are a billion active users for TikTok worldwide, yeah. 136 exactly. million in the U.S. alone. It's the biggest market. Wow. It's it got 67 percent of American teens using it. Yep. Wow. Yeah. It's a powerful, no matter what, it's an incredibly powerful social media tool. It is, and it's growing. It's owned by ByteDance, B-Y-T-E Dance, which is a Beijing tech company. Yep. And it is, it it could be an issue security-wise. You're absolutely right. So, Denny, so, Denny. Marco Rubio wants a review on it. Yes, go ahead. Before we give you back, before we give you back to Nicole and Isabella, because I I know they want you back, why don't you tell our listeners what you think some of the hot races are in New York State. And, great, may, great and maybe give question. us some unexpected upsets also. Oh, prediction-wise. So there was a Siena poll that came out this morning that showed Zelding up by five. Wow. Now, Interesting. I don't know. Wow. I haven't seen the internals on that one, like the, how many likely voters, whatever, yada, yada. So that's kind of an interesting one that came out. And that's a very big swing towards Zeldin. Um wow. So, you know, we don't know. Uh, that one, what, that's but be, what's your gut? What's your gut, Danny? What's your gut my on the race? Gut, my gut is that Hulkel pulls it off, but barely. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. Um, I think race. he wins maybe by probably three points. That's wow. what I think. Okay. So All right. We'll see. Yeah. What else What um, else you got for us? So we got the congressional race up in the northern part with what, Pat Ryan. Uh, that just won in a special election. Right. Um, I like Pat. I know Pat. He is a former veteran. Um, <clears throat> one of my friends is former undersecretary of the Army for the Obama administration, uh, former congressman, too, Patrick Murphy. He's been a huge advocate for Pat Ryan um, and huge advocate to get veterans to run for office as well. Um, I think he's a great candidate. Trust me. I love Pat, but that's going to be a tough one for him to win. And he focused a lot on the abortion issue and as a male running on the abortion issue, I don't necessarily think that's the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah. um, right. So I'm not sure if that's going to be effective or not. 
Um, but I hope he pulls it off, but I think that might be one that the Dems lose. Um, what other ones? Max Rose, I think this is a tough year for him. Uh, I don't think he beats no pockets on that one. I think I'm just completely butchering the name. I apologize for that. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, uh, what about Long Island? Do you have any predictions on New York 3, Zimmerman, Santos? Uh, that, I'll be honest, I haven't looked too closely in that one. I'm like, I mean, well, what do you think? Right, I'll, I'll fill in for you. That's my congressional race. That's gonna, All right, so that's a plus eight uh, Democratic district. But okay. because of the red wave, that's going to be a airtight – that's going to be a, a nail-biter. So I, I think Santos could pull that out. And then, the, and then we, on Long Island, we have Laura Gillen and Diaz Esposito, New York 4. Mm-hmm. Everyone's saying it's a plus – it's like a plus 12 Democratic district. But Diaz Esposito mm-hmm. really has uh, a lot of momentum also. I think Laura Gillen will pull – I think the Democrat will pull that one out, though. She's a very yeah, impressive yeah. candidate, a real moderate. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else do you have in your in your in your? What do you think about Tish James? I think she wins. I think she is very popular amongst the high turnout bases in the communities of color here in New York City. And I was actually speaking to David earlier. We were. I was talking to some other folks about this, and like, look, it probably would have been a smart idea for Governor Hochul to be by her side throughout. <laughs> the whole election right. season, because Letitia James is very popular, especially when you know the Dems really need to turn out New York City itself in order to win. And if Zeldin gets, what, around 32 35% in New York City, Hochul's going to win it. I mean, excuse me, and, Zeldin's going to win it. Yeah. And Denny, anything, so, any uh, any indications in New Jersey? I know because a lot of our listeners are New Jersey-based. I'm going to shout out to Hank, mm-hmm. one of our biggest listeners and Arthur fan. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait. What, what, well, I, maybe on Monday we'll get we'll grab somebody on Monday who's Jersey based yeah, who could no, give us a little New, update. We're in New York. We're in New York based. So Tom, we saw Tom yeah, DiNapoli this morning, right? He's he's he he's yeah. in good shape, right? Denny, he's in good shape. I think he's going to run away with it. Um, yeah, everybody loves Tom. Fish running away with it. Yeah, Tom's just he's. I remember how controversial it was when Tom was running for the first time as controller. And then after his first election, but now everyone's like universally accepted him as being incredibly competent because he's done the job very well. So yeah. whether you're Republican or Democrat, Tom has just done incredible at that role. So um, interesting. It's so interesting yeah. to get your insights, Denny, being yeah. you're in the trenches. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, I really love it. I love this stuff. Um, I'm trying to think what other races. So, so tell us. Oh, we only have like another minute left. So why don't you just tell tell our listeners a little bit about you? We didn't even ask you about you. You know, if you were to if you were to describe Denny Salas. Who is Denny? Who, who is Denny Salas? Tell us a little bit. Tell tell our listeners a little bit about you. So I'm first generation in this country. Uh, my parents came from the Dominican Republic. When we when they settled here, my parents, we grew up here in the Lower East Side. Uh, we grew up very poor. We actually, we actually used to collect cans for money. Um, after that, my dad decided, you know, a couple negative things happened, and David knows this, where when we moved to Massachusetts, our house got lit on fire while my family and I were inside. Oh, um, my gosh. Point, yeah, at that point, my dad decided to go back to school. I uh, got DD, then he went to college, and then we actually lived the American dream, white picket fence and all, my siblings and I. 
Uh, we went on and went obviously to college. I want to literally cry right now. You are like the poster child yeah. for good immigration. He's, he's an amazing, he's an amazing human being, and that's and that's why I wanted the listeners to hear. You're that. gonna have to join right. us again, we please. Lo- okay, have have a great night, Denny, with Isabella and Nicole. This is the Author Idola Power Hour. Thank you, Denny Salas, for joining us, and enjoy the weekend and be well. Be well, New York. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732 863 ReliefFactor.com. I'll tell you about Relief Factor. You hear ads for it here. You see them on TV. You have to acknowledge the only way a company can advertise that much is if it's successful. So that's a proof that it works. People keep buying the product. And I love their honesty. If it doesn't work in three weeks, it won't work. That's what they tell you. It probably won't work. I shouldn't say it won't. ReliefFactor.com. So they give you a three-week price of $19.95 to relieve muscle and joint pain. ReliefFactor.com. It's an anti-inflammatory, completely, or nothing completely safe. Crossing the street's not completely safe. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. The following is a paid political announcement. Crime and congestion pricing. Those are the only guarantees if Kathy Hochul gets reelected. We'll get the same old story why our streets and subways are more dangerous and have to pay $23 commuter tax just to drive to work. But we can change things. We can elect Lee Zeldin as our governor. Vote now in early voting or on Election Day, November 8th, for Lee Zeldin for governor. The only chance we have. Paid for by Save Our State NY, Inc. This communication was not expressly authorized or requested by any candidate or by any candidate's political committee or any of its agents. If you love Broadway, movies, and music, then tune into Broadway at the Russian Tea Room Sunday afternoons at 5. Host Rob Taub interviews the biggest stars, writers, and directors, plus film and theater critics, along with people behind the scenes, from doctors and fitness experts to casting directors, stagehands, and dressers. It's the only show of its kind, and it's right here on AM 970, The Answer. Buying a home requires a lending partner who can help you navigate through the mortgage process. A Citizens Bank loan officer can help answer all your questions and help you select the products you need in a clear and personal way. So the next time you have a question about home financing, call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizens Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer.
You are listening live to the Arthur Idala Power Hour. And, and who I, are you? I'm Prince right now. I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling, in fact, Prince, I bet you didn't know this, Joan. It's Prince, David Schwartz, uh, oh, ESQ, Gotham Government Relations, oh, and Joni Pelzer. How could, how could I forget that? In fact, it's Love Your Lawyer Day. How could I forget it to is. myself? Thank you, Matt. So we have Joan Pelzer, David Schwartz here, substituting for the great Arthur Idala. Who will be the, back with us on Monday. on Monday. And just so the listeners understand, Prince played the first of seven nights at the Joe Louis Arena in Detroit, Michigan, at the start of his 87-date North American Purple, Purple Rain, Rain. Tour. Amazing. Amazing. I love Prince. I miss Prince. Wow. So, Joan, do you have a special guest? We coming, do have coming... a special guest coming on. First, we're going to talk a little bit about sports because I know oh, you love okay. basketball. Okay. I'll, Don't you just I'll, love basketball? I just wanted to make sure we I got wanted to the you guests. and Alex to have a tete a tete about basketball. I know, but if Alex and I talk about basketball, we it may could not... go on forever. Right, right. We may never get to the guests. So, I'm so, a little worried about that. Should okay. we go to the guests first? No, no, no. Do it. You run Let's the show. do a little yeah, basketball yeah. first. Okay. Alex Garrett. Our sports enthusiast, Alex. give us a one-minute basketball update because Kyrie Irving is all over the news. He sure is. By the way, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, he sure is. Oh, we love having you on. We missed you. He's suspended for five games. Now, the key word here is at least. And so if he doesn't come out and condemn this movie that he's been promoting, which is clearly anti-Semitic, I do think the Nets have the right to release him, right, Dave? I mean, he could probably be released any time now if he doesn't condemn this movie and, of course, uh, prove that he does, you know, like the Jewish people, I guess you'd say, and uh, that he's not anti-Semitic, which is refuse to do any of that right now. I mean, look, there's no apology in my book. There's no apology that that will suffice at this point. Um, it seems like he is an anti-Semite. And I would I would I, I think, you know, basketball talent aside, I believe the Brooklyn Nets just have to cut him at this point and just move on. That's my opinion. Is he, who's the one that didn't want to get vaccinated? Was it him? Yeah, it was Kyrie. They he couldn't was the same guy. Yep. Yep. And look, I'm, I'm not a vaccine pusher here. I'm all about, I understand when you're an athlete, your body is different from other people's bodies and you may be nervous. I have friends who are athletes right. who do not want to get it. I feel everything is about choice. We are Americans. It's all about your choice. Nobody should tell you what to do. I agree. However, I... this I don't like. I am not about anti-Semitism. I think that's horrendous. And it, you cannot accept this. If we accept this, we're going to go back in time. I, and I of course, uh, and everybody's like, why did it take so long for him to be suspended? Well, I guess the owner, Josiah, was trying to give him some leeway. He wouldn't even respond to his text messages, so there's that. But, Dave, yesterday you made the point that why should he be, even be on the team after this? And you may get your wish. I just I don't see him coming back after the suspension if he doesn't yeah. correct himself. Alex, I'm down on the whole NBA. I'm really down on basketball. You know, in the old days, it was such a great sport. Back in the 90s, the New York Knicks, Patrick Ewing, John Starks, and back in the 70s and 80s, it was just so much fun back then and now that they're just a bunch of prima donnas running around but i'm, I'm getting the uh i'm getting I'm cutting them i'm See, cutting them joan did i not i'm tell done you talking about let, basketball but alex has got to respond to that but but did i tell you if you let alex and i go on i know you, know, you guys could do a whole yeah, show on sports yeah. and maybe right. we will maybe alex, we should get kyrie irving on alex you get the last word go all ahead. right well i i agree that this whole all four sports have changed dramatically and not for the better and, uh, you know, I don't think the Nets are going to get their fan base back if he doesn't get uh, some more than just a suspension. I'm just saying that. So we'll see All what right. happens. All, right. All right. We're going to check back in with you next Thanks, week, Alex. pre-election, and we'll see what's going on with Good, the, the basketball job. of the world. All right. Next up is our very special guest, and I'm honored to introduce him live. Wow. Normally on Fridays, Arthur does... 
the Padre Lou Friday Libation. And today we have Padre Lou wow. live and in person. Hello, Padre Lou. Wow. Hello, Padre Lou. Good evening, everyone. How are you? We're we good. are honored to have you. What an honor. What an honor to have you. Really just, a, in fact, a legendary A legendary. In fact, in you are sitting in his office. I'm sitting in your office right now, Padre yeah. Lou. Yeah. We are sitting in your office. So, Padre Lou, you have a very special libation, and it was my request that you come on live and do it because of the reason for the libation, which I requested. So go to it, Padre Lou. Okay. For all your listeners, on this beautiful spring-like day, which it is, I contemplated that since Joni was hosting today's Power Hour, what kind of a Co-hosting with David Schwartz would be reflective of her uplifting and brilliant personality. Here's what I came up with. Use a stemmed wine glass with a large bottom. I'm not insinuating that refers to Joni, because I can attest <laughs> that hers is picture perfect. It's the glass that should have a wide bottom. Now fill the glass with ice and pour in two ounces of Blanco, that's white tequila. Add five ounces of orange juice, and now... Take a spoon, reverse it, and slowly pour over the back of the spoon some red grenadine, whose density will cause it to sink to the bottom of the glass. The combination of the red and orange colors announces, as does the appearance of Joni early on any day, the beginning of a new, beautiful, and exciting day. So pick up your colorful libation and sip, savor, and swallow your Joni's Sunrise Cocktail. Thank you so much. I cannot wait to make this cocktail, or maybe I'll come over to your house and, and have you make it. And Padre Lou, I think the listeners got a great glimpse of why you are such an incredible trial attorney, because it was the way he explained that, the right? way you explained that, it was just mesmerizing. I'm, I'm picturing you doing a closing argument in front of the jury, and, and the jurors just gazing into your eyes while you're explaining technically, you know, what the case, what the case is really all about. And we have and a picture of way. you right yeah. on the wall next to us, actually, your, your portrait. Yeah. Yeah. And when yeah. we're so, alone together, I will give you my critique as to your fallacious, wrong analogy of trial attorneys in the criminal field. Oh, deal. okay. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> okay. okay. That's okay. That's okay. But but well, really, what what together. I what I meant what I meant to say though is you need to be passionate about the issues that you're arguing. So no matter what no matter what side of the of the fence you're on, and I'm not an ideologue, and that's why I'm able to be an effective lobbyist. Yeah. Because I could argue both sides of the of the equation the same way a great trial attorney could argue both sides of the equation. So Fantastic. that was my point. Thank you so much, Padre Lou, right. for joining us. I may have you do this live every week now. Thank I'm in charge, so I can not. say. Right. Have a great, Have weekend, a great weekend. We love Padre Lou. Thank you so Absolutely. much for joining us. David, I want to tell you about a few things that are going yes, on. Please. You know the marathon. Yes. Sunday is the marathon. Record high temperatures. I feel really actually bad for the marathon is because this could be problematic. It's not great. What's the it's going to be in the seventies. Yes. And that's the first time in decades that it's going to be that high. So that's a little dangerous. 70s not great. Like 50 degrees is the is ultimate. better. Like they 45, want it 45, 50 degrees. You know, is it usually... runs right down, uh, like right near my, I walk one block and I'm there. It's, it's I've never it, run it, but I'm my it's goal amazing. is to I've run watched it. it many times. Have live. you run it? 
I've never. Maybe it, we could do it. Does ABK it look like Gotham. I, does it look like I've run it? You could have. You could have. You know and what? the second thing is it's yep. daylight savings time. Okay. Starting on Sunday, we spring ahead, we fall behind, we lose an hour, which means we get an hour of sleep right. Sunday morning. So the marathon marathoners get one more hour of sleep. I, I know you get one more hour of sleep, but I find the whole experience just dreary. I don't like, like it either. It's, it's and a, then it's I'd darker. Get, I like the other way when you get one I know. hour less. But I agree. You feel like you're full of life. And I spring, totally agree you with know. you on that one. So yeah. we have marathon Sunday, first marathon official, big big one since COVID hit. Which yeah. it feels like everything is. Pretty Pre-COVID 2019 and now. Of course. And then we had a Broadway opening last night. Oh, tell us about that. Almost Famous. Did you like that movie? I I never saw it. You never saw Almost Famous with Cameron Crowe. Did you see it, Dave? um, Matt? I'm sorry. Yes, I did see see the movie. I've seen the movie. Great movie. Great movie. Fantastic movie. And I think it would be great on Broadway. They panned it on Broadway. Wow. They panned it. We'll see. I'm still going to see it. I don't care. I'm looking more forward to Back to the Future on Broadway. You are, and yes, you know what's opening. You know what's opening next week is that new, um, that new, mo- that new show, Akit Akimoto. I'm going to pronounce it. and I'm going to butcher the name, Akimoto, Kimberly Akimbo, Kimberly Akimbo, which is opening on Broadway next week. It's a Pulitzer Prize winner, David Lindsay Abair's show, and it's supposed to be really interesting. We'll see. We'll see and- about that one. And we have some birthdays. We have ha- some birthdays. Happy go, birthday go to for Laura it. Bush, Kathy Griffin. Ralph Macchio, Jeff Probst, Matthew McConaughey. Jeff Probst, I love Survivor. Yes, Sean, Diddy Combs, Bethany Frankel, and Des Bryant. Um, all happy, happy birthday. I love it. I love it. You know what? Holiday House is happening. It benefits uh, breast cancer awareness. That's going to open next week. So we'll talk all about these things and have some guests on next week. Right. Sam Bellino, thank you for chiming thank in. You. David Schwartz, thank I love you, hosting Joan. with and you. this was, is, the Arthur Idella Power Hour Woo! with Joan Peltzer and David Schwartz filling in for Arthur Idella. We hope you have Goodbye, the best New York. weekend. Have a great weekend. Great marathon. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.